Hello, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche, and here I am always grateful to be able to be here with my greatness tribe. Hey, listen, we have some exciting things that we are doing, and I want to make sure that my greatness tribe is staying connected with me. Um, For those that are watching this live right now or you're watching this on the replay, you can be able to see something on the screen right now. Um, there is a combination of different things that we have going on. One thing is our text group. Now, for you that are watching or you that are listening, you can be able to text greatness to 833-398-1648. Again, I'm going to say it again. Text greatness to 833-398-1648. And this is why this is important. One of the reasons why it's important is because my objective this year is to be able to go live several times, not just on our normal Monday. Sometimes I'm going to do a pop-up and just want to have a conversation with you. And when we do those things, when we do some special lives and those things, I want to make sure that you are a part of that, that you're able to know when we're coming on live. Because let's be honest, sometimes the algorithm, sometimes Facebook or YouTube doesn't alert you to let you know that we're going live. And so I want to make sure that you are part of that. Also, for those that are watching on the screen, you can be able to see all the different places that you can be able to follow us. Follow me on YouTube, following me on Facebook. Um, and again, just being a part of this greatness tribe. So listen, our I am excited about tonight's conversation. We last week started a great uh, conversation t- talking about diving into this concept of greatness. And I stated that throughout this month, we are really going to be diving in, giving this foundational piece that we need when it comes to what is greatness. What is greatness defined by us? So I want to be able to start and just jump right in because last week we 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 gave some different definitions of it. I want to kind of do a little recap for those and then really just dive into tonight's conversation. Because what we're going to be answering really is a combination of things. We're going to be answering the what is, which we dealt with on last week. What is greatness in itself? Um, We're going to deal with how does greatness operate? We're going to be dealing with when. When do we function in greatness? When do we need to be doing this? And who is greatness used on? Because again, when we look at what we're talking about, when we're looking at greatness, we have to realize and understand that what we have defined greatness as is greatness is serving. It's the ability to be able to serve well. And so let's look at uh, some of the definitions, the defining definitions that I've been able to pull from what I would say society um, per se has dictated or defined greatness as. Now, from the Oxford Dictionary, I think I read this. I want to read the Oxford Dictionary and then jump right into another one. Um, The Oxford Dictionary defines it as the quality of being great distinguished or imminent. Now, again, it's the quality of being great, distinguished or imminent. Now, here's the thing. When it comes to when it comes to us being great, right, when it comes to us walking in our greatness, there are things that I would say that society has defined greatness as that is not per se a bad thing. Right. It's not that there are they are wrong and we are right. It's not one of those things. But one of the questions that I continually get when it comes to the podcast is I always get this question. 
is okay your your podcast is titled focus on greatness now what is greatness though what are we focusing on and sometimes the thought of what they have defined greatness as is what we have stamped people as like okay michael jordan is the greatest and then we define them as being the goat or you know you look at certain celebrities and they'd be like they're the greatest in their craft they're all of these different people we define them as being great which again is not that what what we're saying is wrong um it's just how we define it here on this platform when we're looking at greatness greatness is is through another lens and and this is why martin luther king this is one of the the quotes that we lean on when it comes to this podcast martin luther king says this not everybody can be famous but everybody can be great i'm gonna say it because greatness is determined by service i i, I per se i'm really 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 i really love this quote and for those that are watching me live y'all can see this my mic keep leaning on me but we're gonna we're gonna be good we're gonna flow through this so um Again, Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. makes this statement, not everybody can be famous, but everybody can be great because greatness is determined by service. Now, why is this quote so powerful for me? Because sometimes what we look at when we're thinking about what greatness is, when we're looking at defining this thought process of greatness, one of the things that I believe we do is we 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 attribute um, greatness as being famous. We can we can attribute um, greatness as being that you have you have so you have gotten to a certain portion or a certain level in your work or in your craft or in your skill, right? Like we 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 can we can attribute greatness to so many different things, but I think the reason why this quote pulls for me it's the reason why this quote it, it hits me every time i read it is because it reminds me that greatness is not for the crowd greatness is not so that i can become famous greatness is not so that i can become quote unquote successful that is not the purpose of greatness greatness the purpose the heartbeat of greatness is service it's how we serve in what we do now again if you are skilled in something how you use that skill how you use that gift is your way of serving it's it's, it's how you serve and again our defining definition is greatness is you being able to use that gift, to use that skill, to use that wisdom, to use your history, to use your story, to use your influence for greatness, for service. It's the ability for me to be able to serve well. So that means I have to be able to now understand I understand now what is greatness. Now I need to understand how greatness operate. Now, here is what I would consider as a base scripture for the Focus on Greatness podcast. This is our base scripture. Base scriptures comes out of Matthews chapter 23, verses 11. Matthews chapter 23, verses 11. And this is what, it's what, this is what it says. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. I'm going to read it one more time. Matthews chapter 23, Verses 11, this is what it says, but he that is greatest among you shall be your 
servant. Now, this word servant is not talking about a slave. What this word servant is talking about, and we talked about this on last week, but what this word servant is talking about is minister. It is someone that is ministering, someone that is helping others, someone that is that is using what they have to be able to assist other people. A thought process that I truly believe to the core of my being is that a lot of reasons why in relationships that can be in marriage, that can be in friendships, uh, that can be in family court, that a family setting um, where you have like father, mother, parents, you know, the parents and the uh, children uh, with siblings and cousins and uncles and aunties and all of those breakdowns. Sometimes the re the thing that I believe again to the core, truly it is to the core of my being is I feel like that the reason why people feel these gaps in their hearts or these gaps in their souls or these 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 places where they feel these empty voids is because someone in that relationship someone in that position in that job someone um in in you know in different areas of our lives someone in that space is not operating in their greatness because I believe that how God set this up, God set this up, that he has given everybody the skill, the gifting, the, the talent, the, the wisdom, the knowledge, the thing that every portion needs, every person needs, right? And so because he has given unto us everything that we need for each other to be able to assist and help and serve one another, to be able to make sure that we are all on the same page, that we are growing together, that that I can I have something that you need and you have something that I need. And as we are serving, Serving one another, there's nothing lacking and nothing missing. But what what has occurred, or what uh, what I will say has happened, is in some sense we have become where the only person that we're looking out for, how society has kind of cultivated us in some sense to be able to look for, is to look out for me because ain't nobody else gonna look out for me but me. And here, here's, a, here's a portion of this conversation because I've even had times where I felt like that, where I have felt like that there are certain areas of my life where wasn't nobody looking out for me. So, so, so because I felt that way, then what ends up happening is now I am, I'm taking all of my energy and all of my strength and everything that I have. And now I'm trying to be where life focusing only on myself and I'm not, um, um, and I'm not pouring into and not using the skill and the gift that I've had. Right. And in those moments, what it is, is I've shifted the service. Now I understand which we're going to talk about this year is there is a balance in your greatness. And this is what I mean by the balance in your greatness, the balance in your greatness. If greatness is the ability to be able to serve well, the balance in your greatness is recognizing that you have to serve you just like you got to serve them. There, there, there are things that only you can be able to serve when it comes to yourself. There's only things, certain things that you yourself can be able to give yourself. And some of that is us learning about 
what we need, learning about how we function, learning about what's great for us, what, what works for us. When do I need a break? When, when, how do I deal with my stress? How do I deal with my mental? How do I deal with my emotional state? How, where, when do I get a retrieve? When do I, where am I able to kind of like back up a little bit and be able to kind of enjoy myself and rest for a minute and, and recharge all of those things. Some of those things are vitally important for you serving you. Now, for me, um, I, I, I've said this before on here, um, and so I'll and I can say it again for those that are probably this is your very first time listening to the podcast, or you've never, you know, you've never watched the podcast. And I'm I was raised as an only child, right? And so there, there was a thing with me that I wanted to. Um, I was always trying to be around other people. Um, because I was an only child. And so I was raised in a, a nice size family, um, you know, uncles, aunties, a lot of cousins and different things like that. And in this journey of being able to uh, go after these things or have these relationships, what I would do as I was growing up, I would focus more on individuals than I would focus on me. And I developed that and I kind of grew up with that to where I was helping everybody else but burning me out and i did not have a balance in it right i didn't have a balance in it we ain't even supposed to be talking about this tonight but hey man we out here i didn't have a balance in it and so in me not having the balance um me not being able to have the balance in it i was i was literally exhausting myself and my energy and i didn't have real good time to replenish and then the only time that i would then get into this state of real where i could really replenish is either my body got sick so I end up having to shut down anyway, or now I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated. I'm so agitated that I cannot like that, that I'm, I'm backing myself. And now I'm in a mode where, no, I got to look out for me. But that's not a grand balance. That's not a balancing piece of where we need to be and how this really should look. So let's go ahead and deal with this other part, because, again, we've already dealt with um, what is greatness. Now, what we need to be able to deal with is how does greatness operate? Because if greatness is service, um, is if if according to Matthew chapter 23, verses 11, the greatest among you is the servant of you all, then then we have to be able to see how does greatness operate? How does it operate? This is what I want to be able to start with. We, look, we looked at this scripture on last week, but I want to use this scripture again. And I think it, it, it helps us to be able to see this. In John chapter 13, verses 14 through 15, this is what it says. If I then, your Lord and master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. Now, we know culturally, um, culturally around this time, uh, that that the people basically, what they wore on their feet, we talked about this last week, what they wore on their feet, the sandals that they wore, um, they, wore they walked on dirty, you know, dirt grounds. And so because they walked on these dirty grounds, um, when they would enter into someone's home, it was the job of the, the house owner to have a servant that would then go and wash their guest's feet to make sure that their feet is clean before entering, really before really stepping around their home. Right. You know, so Jesus is basically now putting himself in the same position as a servant would 
when he's talking and having this conversation. And what he's saying to them is this, listen, I am showing you an example. And the example that I am showing you, the example that I'm walking before you, the example that I'm showing you currently right now, the example is how to operate in humility. So greatness, the ability to be able to serve well, how it operates is through humility. Man, this is so good to me. It's through humility. So it's through humility. I want you to do me a favor for those that are watching online. I want you to do me a favor and I want you to post humility. I just want you to post the word humility because how greatness operates is humility. In Mark chapter 10, I'm just reiterating some of the scripture context that we talked about last week. Mark chapter 10, verses 43, Jesus is having this dialogue with um, his disciples, right? And in the midst of him having this dialogue, he's describing other leaders, Pharisees and Sadducees that are around him, every other, other high leaders that are standing around him. And these other leaders that he is talking about, that he's describing, that he's letting them be able to see what he's, uh, the depiction that he's giving unto the, his disciples is he's letting them know, listen, this is not what y'all are going to be. Y'all are not going to be like people that have these great skills, that have this great gift, that have this great call, but you won't help nobody. You have this great passion and this great dream and these great desires, but you won't assist nobody that you see is in pain. You, you, you have all of this great stuff going on within you, but you're not using it to be able to assist someone else that you see or recognize that is in need. So in Mark chapter 10, verses 43, this is what he said, but so shall it not be among you. You're not going to be like that. A leader that watches somebody that's in pain and he describes it as this, won't even use their finger, one finger to be able to pull the, the, the weight off of someone's shoulder, meaning you have the ability to, you have the skill for it, you have the gift for it, you have everything that is needed to be able to help this person, but you won't do it because you won't humble yourself. So humility is how greatness operates. It operates through humility. So let's look at this. Let's look at this real quick. In Philippians chapter 2, Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 4, this is what it says. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. This is where the thought comes in, where I'm saying, if every person is helping or serving one another, if every person is operating in their greatness, if you have a tribe of people that are helping and assisting one another, if you are seeing this happen and operating, then what happens is there's nothing missing and there's nothing lacking. There used to be a time where uh, back in, I'll say use back in the day, I'll use this phrase, back in the day, there used to be a time in history where you would have families, community of families that would come together and if somebody needed some flour or if somebody needed some sugar, uh, you can go across the street and be able to ask such and such, mother such and such, and she'll be able to give you some flour. If, if 
if you were if you didn't have any food and and you you for whatever reason something happened and you didn't have any food you can go to your community and your community would would help and make sure that you were taken care of because why they understood that we are better together meaning meaning all of our skill all of our gifting all of our our mindsets all of our skill sets everything all of our our money and different things that we can we can come together and use the gift, use these skills to make sure that nobody in our community is lacking anything. That's where you see Philippians chapter two, verses three through four operate. Do nothing out of selfish ambition, meaning I'm not serving you to get something. I'm not serving you so that you can go around and say, look what such and such did. I'm not serving you so you can be able to go and say, man, look what such and such gave me. I'm not doing it for that factor. What I'm doing it in, I'm walking and I'm operating in humility, valuing others above myself, not looking for your own own interest, but each other to the interest of the others. I'm, I'm looking to make sure that you are good. And if I got it, you got it. If I got the skill, you, you got the assistance. One of the things that me, um, me and my cousin, um, we're very, very, very close. And one of the things that I, we, we always have spoke about, I mean, for years is listen, if I got it, you got it. If I got the connection, you got the connection. If, if I got the, if I got some, um, some information, you gonna have the information. We, we're, we're not going to hold it, hoard it up because what's the purpose? What's the purpose of having the knowledge? just for you. What's the purpose? What's the purpose if you're the only one that can make it out? If you're the only one that that can that can make the adjustments. If you're the only one that's growing or developing, what is the purpose for that? Now, let's pause because we recognize and understand that there are going to be people that don't want what you got. It's not that you don't want to serve. It's not that you don't have the ability to or, or the passion to be able to want to do this. It's, it's, it's the context that some people just don't want to receive it. But guess what? It's okay. How do I know it's okay? The Bible shows us Jesus being again. He says, I am your example. I, I'm leaning in showing you the example of how this is supposed to look like. What is this supposed to function like? You, you're walking with me. You're talking with me. You're seeing as my disciples how I'm functioning and how I'm doing this on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm not just washing your feet as, a, as the first time you ever seen me work in my greatness. No, I've been working in my greatness this whole time that we've been together. But now I'm allowing you to be able to understand that as your Lord and your master, there is something that I need you to be able to recognize of humility, right? But he's been functioning in this the whole time. But what we can see is there are people that didn't want to hear his message. There are people that did not want to receive his gift. There were people that was walking around in pain. What I mean in pain spiritually, but they were afraid to be able to ask of him and, and learn from him. So there were people that did not receive what he was offering, but it wasn't, it wasn't against him. He wasn't mad at it, but he never stopped trying. He never, not, he never stopped saying, listen, you know what? They don't want it. I ain't even gonna go out there no more. People that want me, they're gonna come to me. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm gonna do an event and the people that only people that I'm I'm speaking to is the ones that pay for it. Or the only people that I'm, I'm speaking to is the ones that actually desire this. That, that ain't how he he said, listen, I'm gonna open this to everybody and all that want to come. 
Come unto me, all ye that are laboring and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Listen, if you're tired of playing the game, come on, whoever you are. Why? Because I've got what you need. My ability to function in my greatness is allowing me to be able to give you what you need. And if the only thing you have to do now is receive what I'm trying to offer. But he never put himself in a position where understanding that he is the kings of kings and the Lord of lords, understanding that he is the prince of peace, understanding that he has all power in his hands, understanding that he has all the authority that is needed to be able to do whatever he needed to do, right? He has all of these things and he says, listen, I'm not like the kings that you know. I'm going to humble myself because this is operating in greatness. In Mark, uh, Matthew chapter 18, Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 4. Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 4. This is what it says. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as a little child, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Again, if the person operates in humility, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now, this word is, is talking about, again, it's really you making yourself humble. Let's think about a child. A child is always in a position where they want to learn. A child is always in a position where they are, where they are depending upon they're depending upon the parent to, to go and do what they got to do so, so that they can be able to eat. A child is always in a position where their heart is always open. The only time that you see a child, I, and, and I'm going to just throw this out here, the only time that you see a child that doesn't have an open heart to be able to love any person is either because they have been taught not to do so, or they are they are they have been raised in an environment that that has now broken their heart, even as a child, where now their heart has been hardened. Now, because they're a child, they do have an opportunity to un, unharden that heart and, and to be able to get into a position where they can trust someone and, and someone can be able to love on them and pour into them. But Jesus is using this example and he's saying, listen, just like a little child. Someone that is loving, someone that, that is just looking to help, someone that is wanting always to be in a position where they can learn, someone that is always in a position and in a posture where they're dependent upon, someone higher and stronger than themselves. The, the, this type of person he uses as a depiction of saying, this is a picture of humility. They're always wanting to help. Now, yes, we're in a different, per se, in a different season in time. I know with me and I think about my boys um, and, you know, sometimes, you know, like they don't want to do the basics sometimes. Like, hey, man, they don't want to do their chores. They don't want to clean their room. They, you know, two boys, bless your whole heart, two boys just enjoying life and having their fun and living their life. And it's like sometimes they don't want to do some of the basic stuff. But when it comes to helping others, they always want to help. When it comes to wanting to learn, 
They're, they're, they're inquisitive. They always have a question. They always are looking for an answer. They're, they're trying to understand and figure out life. And sometimes that conversation might be with you as the parent, or that might be with their friend that they trust. But, but one way or another, they're trying to learn how they can be able to navigate this thing called life. And they're always wanting to be able to see how can I help and how can I support and what, 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 what is this person? Why is this person going through what they're going? They're always in a position where they're observing their environment so that they can be able to know what to do with the environment. So the question that we have to be able to ask ourselves is in this context of walking in humility, do you know what's around you? And have, have we got into a place where because we have been blessed with certain things and we have certain opportunities that we have lost the heart of being able to want to serve someone else? Jesus gets down on his knees, puts an apron on, and washes his disciples' feet. I'm not asking you to wash somebody's feet. But I am asking, would you get down and help somebody that's hurting? Would you, would you take some time out and be able to pour into someone that needs your wisdom, that needs your story, that needs the things that you have gathered? Now, I know sometimes when I think about this specific part of, of what do I have to offer? What, what, what can I bring to the table? I might not be in a financial position where I can be able to give money. Um, um, sometimes I question, do I have the, the wisdom or the knowledge or the understanding of certain things to be able to have a conversation and pour into someone? Like sometimes I question those things, but, but, but what I realize is that it's, it's, it's in some form of a protective context, but really what it becomes to is it's almost like a pride-like state because it blocks up your ability to be able to serve because you're looking and you're trying to dictate what you, are you good enough to be able to serve? Are you, are you great enough to be able to give someone some wisdom? Do, does, does you do you have enough history? To be able to say with someone that is younger than you, hey, listen, this is how this is supposed to be done. This is my story. This is what I went through. This is what I learned from these experiences. I understand all of these pieces. It's not all money. Sometimes it's just information. Sometimes it's just your example. Sometimes it's you walking before somebody. Sometimes it's you just having a listening ear but it's walking with the heart of humility to say, who can I serve today? How can I serve you well? I don't, I, I don't care if you're, if you're the CEO or you're, the, you're, you're the, in the entry position, I promise you, you have something to give. One of the things that I try to stay in a posture and a position is this, is this childlike state where I stay in a posture where I'm, I'm always able to learn. I'm able to learn from people that are younger than me. I'm able to learn from people that are older than me. I'm able to learn from people that are my same age. I'm able to learn from people that are going through different, that are on a different journey and they're walking in a different path, going, going after something different than I am. I'm, I'm able to learn from different experiences in different people's journey. Why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm pulling from your experience. I'm pulling from what you've went through and you being able to allow me to in, to be able to see 
your picture, to be able to see your experience, to be able to hear about your journey, to be able to learn from you, allows me to be able to grow. And it is your way of being able to serve. So how does greatness operate? Greatness operates through humility. Your ability to serve well is not going to come with you only looking at people serving you. That's not humility. Your ability to serve well and operate in greatness is your humility to say, how can I serve you? And again, I'm not serving you so that I can post it on social media. I'm not serving you so I can get some likes or some follows. I'm not serving you so that someone else can come behind me and say, oh man, that was a good job. No, I'm not doing it for that purpose. I'm doing it according to Philippians chapter two, verses three through four. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. I'm just wanting to help you. The times where in this, in this journey of doing this podcast, the times where I've wanted to quit, being very honest, the times there where I felt like, man, I wasn't really making an impact or the times where I felt like I wasn't good enough or the time, like I, I struggled and, and go through that. In those moments of time, over the years, I have had conversations with people like yourself that says, thank you. Don't stop doing what you're doing. It's helping me. And, and some people don't know that I, I get by myself and it, it truly, it breaks my heart. And I'm like, man, I, I, I was going to give up on that person, not even knowing. Because why? I was looking at me. I stopped functioning and stop in that moment looking at looking at who I'm serving and I'm looking at numbers and I start to get into all of these other pieces and, and some of that is important. Don't get me wrong, but but I understand and I recognize that the way that I operate in what I have called greatness in what God has called greatness, the way that I operate in this is not for me becoming so puffed up in what I in who I am trying to make my name great. No, it's staying in a posture of how can I serve you? The, the credit union that I used to work at back in home at Texas, when we used to answer the phone, we would, we would end the intro of saying, how can I serve you? Because we recognize and understand that our ability to be able to do what we do well it's because we're not looking for anything else but to serve. We're just serving you. How, how can I go way beyond what you're requesting? How can I make sure that I'm, I'm taking the time to do everything that I need to do? What, what, what makes me push when I want to go home, when I just want to sleep? What makes me come and sit and set up these things and sit and do these recordings when I'm exhausted sometimes? because I just want to serve. And my heartbeat is to make sure that I serve you well. 
I don't want to bring before you just, just scraps that I found on the floor. No, I want to make sure that I'm taking the time to build and to have these dialogues and ask questions and listen to what God is saying to me about this whole conversation so that I can make sure that while we're building this greatness tribe, we're building a people that recognize and understand that they have the ability to serve well. You have the ability to serve you well. Sometimes what I've realized in, in that specific context of why I sometimes struggle with serve, serving me is because I have to then be humbled enough to say I have weaknesses. I have to be humble enough to say this is a prop, this is a part of me aware I need help in or assistance in. That's I gotta humble myself. Even when I'm at when you are coming and asking me how can I serve you, I have to be humble to say, hey, listen, this is what I need. I can't be prideful and be like, look, no, nah, man, I'm good. I don't need nothing. No, that, you, you're pride. You're working in pride. You're functioning in, in arrogance. You know you need help. You know you're not strong there. You know you're struggling in your marriage. You know you're struggling in your money. You know you need somebody to be able to give you guidance and wisdom and show you what you need to be able to do in those areas. But, but instead of just sitting and saying, yes, I need help, Functioning in, in humility. Humility works both ways. It's not a one-sided thing. I'm not just serving well in humility and operating through my humility. I'm also receiving through humility. So I have to be able to serve well. This is what greatness is. It's the ability to be able to serve well. How I serve me well. So I got to be humbled enough to say, this is where I'm at. This is what I need development is. This is what I need to be better in. This is what I am doing good in. This is where like, I have to be humbled. How do I serve my wife well? I have to humble myself. When there's times where she'd be like, nah, babe, you ain't been doing that good. Like, you need to, you know, you haven't really been doing this consistently over here. Or you haven't been doing, like, I have to be humble enough to receive because this is my way of serving when it comes to my son. Same thing. Dad, you're too busy and you'll be talking to me sometimes. Like, I got to be humbled enough to say, you know what? You're right, son. I can't be like, well, I'm the parent and I got to work. And if I don't work, then who's going to do it? No, man, you that man, get off your horse. Humble yourself. And, and, and we can continue down the line. We can go from how you're serving your parents. We can go from how you're serving in your friendships. We can go from how you're serving at work. We can go from one area to the next. And the way that we are able to operate fully in our greatness is we have to operate in and through humility. So I end with this quote. By the time the year is over, we all going to know this quote inside and out. By Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Not everybody can be famous, but everybody can be great. Because greatness is determined by service. I love you all. And let's all focus on our greatness. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.